Okay, this is our this is our last in the series of Renew Your Mind, and we're going to be looking at how God renews our mind, takes us from disappointment to hope. Amen? Disappointment to hope. Next week, we're going to be starting a series called Truth, Seeing Black and White in a Gray World. Amen? We're going to look at what the world says, and then we're going to look into the Word of God and see what, the, what God says. Amen? The Bible says that Jesus said it, the truth, you shall acknowledge it, you should recognize it, and the truth shall set you free. We are thankful for the truth of God. And isn't it something else that in our culture today, we need the truth of God, don't we? The church is known as the pillar of truth because we preach the word of God. And we, we live in a time that's ever changing uh, with all the weirdness and the insanity of uh, what's going on in our culture and in our age. We can stand on the foundation the rock-solid foundation, the unchangeable Word of God, and find truth that lasts for all ages. Amen? Absolute truth is found in the Word of God, and we love the Word of God, and we appreciate the fact that the Holy Spirit that dwells within us is the Spirit of truth. Amen? So listen and heed and yield to the Spirit of, of God as He reveals the Word of God and manifests the character and nature of Christ in us, conformed to his image. Amen? You know, there was a submarine that sank to the bottom of the ocean off of Provincetown, Massachusetts, with 40, 40 sailors in it. And there were divers and a rescue team that went down to try and save that, that submarine and save those 40 sailors. And the diving team that was trying to save that submarine, heard through the inside a sailor banging on the inside of that submarine through Morse code, and it said, is there any hope? Isn't that something? Is there any hope? We live in a day and age where people are asking, is there any hope? People are trying to navigate through the waters of life, and they're bound up in atheism, bound up in secular humanism, bound up in the despair and anxiety and fears of their own heart. They're on the bottom of the ocean, and they're tapping. They're trying to find out, is there any hope? Ah, uh, yes, there is. Amen? Christ in us is the hope of glory. Hope today for many is fleeting. It's a rare commodity and is limited by the world's chaos and confusion as man separates himself from God's grace, from God's love, and the created order. Ephesians 2.12 speaks of the fact that men and women are separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Let's turn over in our Bibles to Romans chapter 4, verse 19. He did not weaken in faith. This was Abraham. When he considered his own body, which was as good as dead. Doesn't the, uh, doesn't the word of God just speak it plainly and truth, truthfully, right? I mean, Abraham was an old dude, man. Everything in him that had any reproducing elements was dead. Due to the fact that he was 100 years old. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb, who was 90. No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, 
fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. That is why his faith was counted to him or credited to him as righteousness. But the words that was counted to him were not written for his sake alone. Whoa, listen up, ears that are ready to hear. This is speaking to you today, amen? But for ours also, it will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our transgresses, transpass, trespasses and raised for our justification. Let's read into chapter 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and re we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen? Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Hallelujah. Amen? A little bit quieter than rejoicing in hope. We rejoice in our sufferings. Knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. It does not disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. God's Spirit, the love of God, has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. You know, we are... We go through life and we find out that life has some disappointing moments. Isn't it true? And you might be here today and as you look over your life, you look back and you maybe you made decisions that you were disappointed in, you were weak, you failed, you were, you were frail. And when you look back at those decisions, you're very disappointed in yourself. Maybe there's circumstances that came along your way, maybe a job that you wanted that you didn't get. Maybe a girlfriend or boyfriend that you, you really wanted and you didn't get. And you wonder, what is going on? Maybe there were other things in your, in your life that you had an expectation for, an anticipation for, that maybe even you thought God was going to give you, but it, it fell flat. And instead, maybe some sufferings, some trials, some tribulations, maybe something in your body occurred, maybe, maybe some financial difficulty maybe some broken relationships. And you look at the brokenness and the disappointment and you wonder, where is God? This portion of scripture invites us to rejoice in everything that God is doing in our lives, in the disappointments, in the despair, in the disillusionment of maybe what has happened in your life. Look at it as God ministering to you, making you strong, producing in you a proven character, a patient endurance, amen? What you've been through, God always orchestrates strength and courage and trust and grace and love as we give everything over to him. And in all things and in everything, we give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Do we thank God for the pain and the suffering and the heartache and the sorrow? We thank God that while we are in it, God is orchestrating his grace and his love and his mercy. You can look back over your life, can't you? And see where God brought um, basically out of suffering a wonderful element of his love and his grace and his direction. Maybe you uh, experienced some disappointment, but in the disappointment, you, it was literally his appointment because he had something else for you, right? Lots of times we get, we get something in our mind that if we can just get there, if I can get that get that relationship, if I can get that job, 
If I can get that car, if I can get that, get that, get that, get that, I'll be happy and I'll be joyful. And when we don't get it, we lose all sense of God's reality in our hearts and in our lives. And what God is telling us is that right now, in your disappointment and maybe the things that you're suffering, the turmoil in your heart, maybe the trial and tribulation on the outside, give thanks to God because God is orchestrating one thing, that in the end, you'll have a proven character, that you'll prove God is faithful in all things. And the hope that you have is not in a situation, not in a person, not in a person, place, or thing, but your hope literally is in the person of Jesus Christ. And that is it. Amen? Amen. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Our hope is not based alone on the fact that when we die, we'll run through the pearly gates and we'll see, we'll see heaven and we'll see the the gold on the pavement and the gems and the light and everything else that's wonderful. Our hope is not in a place. Our hope is in a person, Amen. and that person is Jesus yeah. Christ. Amen? Amen? Aren't you glad for that today? We will be disappointed in this world. We will make decisions that cause us to think, what in the world was I thinking about? But God's grace and mercy is so wonderful. That even through it all, God leads us through with patience. He leads us through this idea of just trusting him. And as we trust him, we realize that we have endurance, that we have a proven character. And that character is God's character in us to trust him in all things. Ah, oh, yes. Let's flip over to Lamentations. Chapter 3, 19 to 24. In the midst of disappointment, despair, disillusionment that comes with trials and tribulations from without, turmoil from within, we can have hope. Listen to what the lamenting prophet said as he's preaching the gospel. As this whole nation was turning against God, serving other gods, he said this, Remember my affliction and my wanderings, Lamentations 3, 19 to 24, the wormwood and the gall, my soul continually remembers it, and is bowed down within me. But, aren't you grateful for the big butts in the Bible? Amen? The big butts in the Bible. Here's a big one. But, this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Amen? Ah, yes. David said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Blessing and honor and praise and thanksgiving with my soul, my mind, my will and emotions, energized and activated to put God in his rightful place of trusting him in all things, even in your possible poverty, even in your brokenness even in the despair of your wrong choices that have brought you unintended consequences that you're dealing with today, even in that, the Lord is your hope. Amen? The Lord is your way. The Lord is your truth. It's not like the world has hope. You ever hear somebody say, well, I hope so, you know? I hope so. I hope I get that job, or I hope this, or I hope that. I hope so. It's not a hope so, friends. It's a hope no. Amen? 
because it's based on the promises of God's word. It's a living hope. A living hope. Not based on our good attitude and our focus and our meditation and all that. It's focused on the character and nature of Christ in us. The hope of glory. And this is the wonderful thing. Look at 1 Peter 1, 3 to 4. Now, Peter, who denied Jesus Christ three times, amen, lost hope. He felt the guilt and the shame. He was with Jesus, his, his friend and his God. And he denied Jesus three times. And in the process of denying Jesus three times, he cursed out a little girl. I mean, come on, man. Listen to what Peter says. Who on the day of Pentecost tarried in the upper room and the promise of the Father, tarry ye in Jerusalem, you will be endued with power from on high to be my witnesses. And that very day, Peter, the denier, the cursor, was used by the power of the Holy Spirit to preach the gospel, and 3,000 people were saved. Amen? Amen? Now, don't you think that if God can use Peter, God can use you? Amen? Here it is, 1 Peter 1, 3 to 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be what? Born again, Born again to a what? Living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you. Paul said it. I am convinced that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. He guards us. He confirms us. He settles us. He stabilizes us. He establishes us. He saves us. Amen? The wonderful work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Look at Paul, the former religious zealot who murdered Christians and persecuted Christians and stripped people of their family, of their livelihoods, and put them in jail, tormented people for those that put their hope in Christ Jesus. But lo and behold, the Lord had a little conversation with him on a little horse, amen, and said, Paul, Let's be sensible together. Amen? You, your arms are too short to box with God. Amen? Why are you persecuting me? The beauty thing is that God loves his church so much that when we are persecuted, he is persecuted. Amen? He feels us. He knows us. He cares for us. Paul said this, Romans 5, 1 through 5, and we read it. We have peace with God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, we have obtained access to faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. No, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. Hope does not disappoint us. Oh, man. Aren't you glad for hope? In your situation today, do you feel the hope of God? Right? Hebrews 11, chapter 1 says this, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Amen? Man, we don't look with our eyes. We don't look with our senses. We look through the spiritual eyes of the Lord and his kingdom. We walk by faith, not by sight. Amen? 
And we see into the kingdom realm the wonderful things that God is going to do through Steel City Church, through Steps Ministry, because we can see it, because it's the, the desire and purpose of God. Amen? And we rouse ourselves with a person, purpose, passion, and presence of the Lord, and we begin to see things that are not yet here. Amen? How many knew that Steel City Church would be Steel City Church? Amen? Assemblies of God Church closed down in town, but God had another plan. God saw stuff that we didn't see. And when we finally said, Lord, maybe we should look at how you see things, then we can see into the kingdom of God. And you know what? We saw a thriving church where people can come, that the gospel of Jesus Christ would be shared, chains of bondage and addiction would be broken, and that the power of the Holy Spirit would activate, energize, and set free. Amen? So where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty today. Praise the name of our God. Amen? There is hope. Don't be a dope. Amen? And try to cope with your own stuff and your own imaginations and your own education and your own charm and good looks. Don't be a dope and try to cope. You need a Savior. You need Christ in you, the hope of glory. Our hope is not waiting for some happy future events. Our hope is not the world's I hope so. Our hope is rooted today, not in what will take place, but our hope is rooted in the person and work of Jesus Christ that's ministered to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. If you've been in despair and maybe disillusioned, you need the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, to come up alongside of you and say, it's going to be okay. Amen? Our hope is in God. Hope is hearing the melody of the future. Amen? Do you hear the melody of victory and power and resurrection life that comes in the future? Do you hear the song that's being sung of the victory and the power and the revelation of our God? Hope is hearing the melody of the future found in Christ. Faith is to dance to it. Love is inviting others to your song and dance. Amen? That's why we get a little excited. We're not too crazy. We get a little excited and aroused in our heart because we hear the melody of the future, that God has us, that we have the assurance of salvation based on the Spirit of God that communicates with us. And he says to us, I love you. You are my child, a son and daughter of God. Amen. Do you feel the call of God as sons and daughters of God today, that he loves you? We want hope to stir within your heart today. Look at Romans chapter 15, verse 3. This was Paul's prayer for the Roman church that was suffering, wondering what is going on. Why are we being persecuted? Why are we being killed? Why are we suffering in such a way? And Paul wrote this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. The hope that Christ gives us is this cherished desire of God's purposes and will for our lives. And with it, through the power of the Holy Spirit, comes this confident assurance that what he says is true 
and I can believe every word, and I'm stable, I'm settled, I'm secure. My life is hidden with Christ in God. Aren't you glad for that today? Do you feel hope today? You might not get that raise. You might not get that car. You might not get that girlfriend that you've been trying to get and that boyfriend you've been trying to get. But what you have is the very creator of the universe who stepped off his throne, who loved us so much that he died for us, went to heaven, sat on his throne, is interceding for, for you today, sending the Holy Spirit to minister his power and his grace into your life to cause you to get up every morning with hope in your heart, to realize that we're sojourners, we're passing through, amen? We're not of this world. Our citizenship is in heaven, where we will find a place and we will see Jesus, our Savior and our Lord, and we'll be with him forever and ever and ever. And that starts right now, amen? Let's, let's pray. Lord, we're grateful for you today. We thank you for your wonderful word, your hope. We thank you that your hope is an anchor for our soul in the waters of life. Lord, we might have felt like we were in the submarine of atheism, secular humanism, despair and disillusionment, crying out, is there any hope? But Lord, we know where the hope comes from. The hope comes from a personal relationship with you as our Savior and our Lord, our confession of faith. As we turn from our sin and all that hurts you as a holy God, and we turn to you, the sacrifice on the cross, Christ crucified. And that's our boast now, O oh Lord. Just like we had the baptism a few weeks ago, our lives were buried, indicating that we've been crucified to self. And as we came up out of the waters, we realize that we walk now in newness of life. There's a change in our heart. There's a transformation that's taken place. There's a new way of living. There's a new way of speaking. We speak and we live now for the glory of God, the honor of our Savior and our Lord, that the name of God will be honored, that people will see Jesus in us and say, I need to turn from my sin and accept you, Jesus, as Lord and Savior. If you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, maybe today is the day, amen? Why wait around? Don't be a dope. Don't try to cope, amen? You can't make it. You can't do it. You'll always fall on your face. You'll always fail. The Bible says we've all fallen short of the glory of God. That's why God came down to reveal his will and his way to us. If you haven't accepted Christ, he's calling you today. He's calling to give you a greater hope. In all of your trials and tribulations, you'll stand strong, enduring until the end with a proven character that trusts Jesus in all things even unto death, that one day we have this confident assurance that when we die, we will be with our Savior forever and ever, our Lord and our King and our great God. Amen? 
Aren't you excited for that today, people? The great love of God. Let's worship the Lord. Stir ourselves today in the hope that is found in Jesus Christ. Christ in us, the hope of glory.